Welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm Evan, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground. And this week I was joined by the entire SWTVC crew as we took a look back at the SWTVC March Madness 2022 tournament. So I won't waste your time here at the top of the show, so let's just get right into it. Well, good morning, gentlemen, and uh, Lewis, good afternoon. Uh, look at all that sunshine behind you. It's awesome. John has sunshine too, but yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, I'm in a basement. doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're waking up. It's Saturday, and uh, last night was the grand finale, or the grand final, have you, if, uh, wherever you're from, of the uh, SWTVC 2022 March Madness Tournament. And uh, by now, you will all know that Kersantan is the winner of the 2022 bracket. Yes. It was Kersantan and Pre Visla having a really, re like really duking it out there in the votes. It was neck and neck literally the entire time. I, I, I don't think anyone really pulled ahead by a whole lot. Uh, the whole day um the final score uh if you guys are interested uh black chrysanthemum or sorry chrysanthemum i'm sorry bk i'm sorry santo uh <laughs> won by 11 points uh, it was 1074 to 1063 uh he did lose by a small margin on the instagram vo uh, votes but in the google polls was able to make up the difference so uh every vote every vote counted so what do you guys think? Are you guys uh, you guys pleased that uh, Chris Anton took the took the uh, top spot? I'm super happy. He was in my bracket, so yes. Before the before the episode came out, yeah, you were in the OG fans. Not none of these uh, Johnny Come Latelys <laughs> with the Book of Boba Fett right. fans, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I see it. You were the only one of us with him in your bracket, I think, or in your um in your top twenty five. Yeah, top yeah. I think we, the rest of us did it before he came into uh, Book of Boba, didn't they? So yeah, he, he, uh -huh. had he had I done my list after, he might well have made it on my list, but yeah, he didn't. I, I think he yeah. made his debut like the week that we, or the week after we had posted some of it our was, brackets. Yeah, yeah. So. I remember, I remember I posted my list, and like two days later, I think the, the episode came out, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, yeah, yeah." And then, and then I yeah. forgot to update the image to put his live action debut on there. But <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad that he went. Last year's was also very close with Bo-Katan versus Boba Fett rearmored. They were about 50-50 all day. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, clearly a lot of passion for both uh, characters here coming into the line. They both make great figures. So it's um two years in a row, too, that uh, you know, it would have there would have been some similarities between the winners, even if it had been Previsla winning, where if he had won, it would have been two years in a row that a Clone Wars Mandalorian, you know, Previsla and Bo-Katan from, from Death had, Watch from death watch you know introduced right. at the same time had uh a bit just about the same time had taken the tournament two years in a row but since pre didn't win it was bk and those are two characters him and bokatan both bk actually uh <laughs> took it uh as right after their live action debuts essentially so it it's it's a nice thing to kind of see it reinforces the whole the new media stuff is very important to mm -hmm. uh, the fan priorities in general when it comes to figures that we want to see in TVC. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just in interesting because, you know, we uh, last year 
Bo-Katan went into this with the number one seed yeah, and ended up taking it all, which, you know, is logical. And then this year, Dooku went in with the number one seed and Chris Hansen won. So. Yeah, Vizsla yeah. did take him out, though. Vizsla took out the yeah. number one seed. So he kind right. of deserved to be in that final, really. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, what's interesting for me, I mean, I'm glad Chris Hansen Presenting one, um, I, he, I did vote for him uh, for reasons we'll probably touch on in a bit. But it's interesting that I think you look at last year. There were two two characters that were very current at the time, uh, and that were very much at the forefront of people's minds. And, and Chris Hansen again, he's here because of the Bob, Book of Boba Fett appearance. He's mm-hmm. not here for any other reason. Um, for but sure. for for Vizsla to get to this point when really. Okay, you could say he's got a slight, uh, you know, he's been mentioned, or, or the family at least are mentioned in the Mandalorian parts of the of Book of Boba. But really, he's not a current character. So I think he's done very well to get this far, and that's, that's quite interesting for me. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What was, previously was number 46, is that what his seed was going in? 48. 48, and BK was yeah. 22. 22, yep. yep. Uh, that is... You know, it was all upsets, and it's fun because I've actually been watching some of the NCAA uh, basketball March Madness, the real March Madness for those people that like <laughs> real things like sports. Uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of upsets as well. There's currently a number 15 seed that took out, you know, uh, high-ranked seeds that's in the final four, I believe. Um, that's what kind of keeps it fun. It's I, I We'll get into this more, but I'm just really glad that it wasn't just so cut and dry, easy to tell who was going to win there. So uh, like I said, we'll go over that in just a sec, but I do want to talk about, um, you know, the overall trends here. We mentioned uh, the kind of the trend of characters that saw live action debuts recently, kind of moving forward. Mandalorians are always popular, Um, but I do want to touch on something going back to even the beginning of before the bracket of forming, forming the bracket for this year, uh, going to the top 25 submissions. Uh, John, you've got some numbers for us. And the first one I'd like to know is um, for the top 25s that were submitted uh, out of all the lists, how many unique characters were present across all of that? So across all of that, there were about you know, you can split hairs on some of them, but there were, I counted 1,277 unique characters or unique character appearances uh, in these submissions. So as we said, yeah, we got 435 uh, top 25 lists. Some of them didn't have fully 25 characters on them. But yeah, so from that, uh, last year, the number of total characters submitted was a little over 700. So this is over a 500 uh, character increase over last year's submissions. That's, that's huge. incredible. Yeah, yeah that's incredible. amazing. <laughs> and, and you know, what's fascinating about that number, because that's a, that's a huge number, over 1,200 you know, unique characters. People should deduce from that how significant the top 64 is. You know, 1,200 characters, only 64 of them made it into the tournament. So those 64 characters alone should be valuable data to Hasbro. Like this is what you should focus on, you know, regardless of how the tournament went and who beat who, you know, that that's all fun, but that top 64 should be valuable data to them. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, and, and we had, we had some characters um, from last year come back this year. Right. So I think absolutely. that's also super yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shows consistency. Right. Uh-huh. You know, I think it's important to reiterate again for the thousandth 
thousandth time, you know, being out of breath saying it. The whole point of these matchups, it's like, you know, the the top 25 lists and like the top 64, you know, Dooku being the number one seed. That right there is, you know, that hasn't changed. The bracket doesn't change that of what, you know, the common priorities were at the time of doing those, you know, top 25 lists. Um, But when it comes to the matchups and the tournament, it's kind of just about gauging what would you see, what would you like to see first? Not what would you like to see instead of, or what do you not want to see? It's very much Mm -hmm. like, assume it we're just going to operate on the assumption that we all want both or wouldn't mind both but just which one would you prefer has we put a little more priority on to get out there in the line sooner rather than later yeah and like i said before especially when some of there were a lot of matchups not just the finale that were about 50 50 or yeah close we got around two thousand votes on each matchup i think and some of them were within you know 50 points of each other a lot of them were which doesn't show apathy it shows that a lot of people you know want both which is which is good to see yeah yes some of them were absolutely crushed but you know yeah (laughs) i i honestly would have been happy with pretty much anyone any of these characters on this bracket winning you know even if i didn't vote for them even if they weren't on my top 25 because every character on that bracket is a character that is important to not only you know our priorities as collectors of the line, but they're important to star Wars in some capacity. And that's, you know, I just want more star Wars figures. I like star yeah. Wars guys. What a shock. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. But yeah. Um, you know, I know there were some folks kind of disappointed that uh, OT characters didn't make it that far in this year's tournament. And it kind of happened last year as well. Um, but at the same time, not really a shock when you compare a lot of the factors of new media relevance, all that stuff and things that have figures, even if they're not modern compared to things that have never been made as a figure before, such as black Chrysanthemum. Um, and he still hasn't been made in a figure as a figure in any scale because we don't count the black series six inch <laughs> one, because that's not Chrysanthemum. Uh, yeah. That's just Chewbacca with paint. Um, <laughs> yeah. With again, it's not even paint. They didn't even they didn't even paint him. They just sculpted that's him true. in black and said it's good enough. <laughs> they spilled some black plastic into a yeah. mold and called it Chrysanthemum. Yikes. Um, but you know that OT versus new media thing. Um, what what are your guys' takes on that? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we started. Uh, like I said, I think that the initial data, the top sixty four, was really really good um i think it was a diverse bunch of characters from the ot from the sequel trilogy from i mean maybe not the prequel trilogy was was not quite as well represented as i would have liked it to be but you know we had dooku obviously a glaring omission we i will interject games and legends oh sorry i just wanted i didn't mean to cut you off tyler i just wanted to interject why you bring that up about the prequels uh, it's another factor there of just how well covered the prequels were at the time that they came out too. So we're almost wanting for nothing from the prequels except for Klee, Kleeg and uh, <laughs> Kit Sternwald. So continue, Tyler. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, it's all right. I mean, you know, even though a lot of those characters have been done in the past, I think a lot of them desperately need updating, but we can talk about that another time. But anyway, uh, the, the, the point is we started off with a diverse group of characters, um, and I think that that represented the community pr- pretty well because we pulled from a variety of sources. We pulled from Instagram. We pulled from the Facebook group. We pulled from Bantha Skull. We pulled from Jedi Temple Archives. We pulled from a French Facebook group. Um, 
In other words, we pulled data from as many places as we possibly could to try to get as much participation as we could. And the initial uh, 64 was diverse, and I think it was pretty good. Um, after that, you can't really control how the voting goes. It's all a matter of does the community come out to the polls. Um, but I, I think that you know ultimately, even if the OT didn't do well in the polling, it, it's a reflection of a lot of things. I think a lot of people see the consistent original 96 being put out and they're like, okay – well, clearly Hasbro is not forgetting about that, and clearly they're they're dedicated to finishing that. At least that's the perception, right? Mm -hmm. Because we keep getting sure. more ninety six, and so people aren't voting for those because they sort of assume that those are coming and that they don't need to vote that direction because they're already foregone conclusions, as John would say, right? Which yep. again, as he also said, is not necessarily true. Um, but oh, a you lot listen of people, to the show. <laughs> people, people think that way. People think that way, though. And so yeah. I, th I think that that contributes to maybe the OT not performing as well uh, as well. I'm pleased with the result. I'm, I'm pleased with how diverse uh, the 64 were. Um, I, I, I think I would I, I'm, I'm pleased that the winner is a figure we haven't had before and is a character we haven't had in the line. Um, uh, Pre-Vizsla for me, you know, yes, we've got the animated version, so it'd be nice to have an update, but not the most important thing. Um, and I think looking across the 64, I agree that all of those figures need to, to be done and, and need to come into the line. But I think had one, and Tyler's going to hate me for saying this, but had sort of Bike Scout won, won the bracket, I think I would have felt a little bit, you know, uh, really, do we? You know, is that is that sending the right <laughs> message? But we we do need a new bike scout. Don't get me wrong, but I just think, yeah. I feel that the, a new figure and a new character needed to win this, and so I, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, um, I'm pretty happy with the way as well that the kind of rebels, you know, Caden got quite far. So I think that that again shows there's a strong support still for a show which has has not been around for a while now. And again, we talk about current relevance, but it's actually interesting to see that some of those things that aren't overly current are still pushing through. People are still asking for them. You know, even Chopper made it onto the bracket, which I was really surprised at because we've got a pretty decent Disney one. Um, perhaps people just really want Chopper on a TVC card. I don't know. But uh, yeah, a, a Bad Batch perhaps didn't go as far as, you know, we may have thought. Um, but interestingly, I mean, Hunter for me is probably the one that would have gone the furthest, but he got taken out very early on by a game uh, by Pre Vizsla. So uh, Vizsla did a lot of damage, actually, I think, to a lot of the characters like Kanan, you know, uh, Hunter, a lot of the people you would have expected to see perhaps push for those particular, you know, media um, areas. And I think, you know, he kind of ripped through them all, really. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I think overall, I, I'm, I'm, it's not what I would have predicted at all. Um, obviously, no. I would have loved to see Dryden do better. Um, but as a bracket as a whole, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm happy with the result. I am really glad to see so many um, so many characters from Rebels. Um, I'm super happy with all the characters that we see, but it's it catches my attention to see that there is the the community wants figures from um, Fallen Order and Rebels, and we don't have any of those characters in in TVC. I mean. I don't know if we should count the five POA animated figures, but I mean we have the Grand Inquisitor, Sabine. Oh, and the Inquisitor was before the the Kenobi um, mm -hmm. trailer. Yeah. So 
I think the demand for that character now is just going to grow. Uh, sure. We have Kane and Sabine, second sister, Carl, uh, Kestis. So I think, I, th- I, I really hope this sends a message to the right people to see that there is demand not only for OT characters in the vintage collection, but that as collectors, we want a balance of OT and new media. Yes. I think that's an important part. I personally prefer a focus on new media because I want to see Kersantan. I want to see uh, Second Sister, obviously. Um, and I want to see figures that the Black Series gets almost uh, right away that, that we don't. Yeah. But um, yeah, and we need more villains. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There were a lot of villains, too. Well, going back to some of the stuff that Tyler also said, um, going on the top 64, there were 19 original trilogy characters. Only six advanced the next round in the top 32. And then beyond that, there were none. So in the top 16 and Elite Eight, Final Four, there were none. Um, and I do agree, like Tyler said, that we, we saw a lot of comments that, you know, some people thought OT is definitely a foregone conclusion. Um, but then other people on the other side said, look, Book of Boba Fett, it's a popular show. It's, we're obviously going to get figures from it. But So like there's, you know, there's arguments to be made on either side of that. Um, I don't agree with either of them. I mean, we did just get five new original trilogy figures last week. Um, one of which was on my top 25. So that was awesome to see. But <laughs> congrats. Thank you. Thank you. But because they do have such that long tooling library of um, OT parts or OT adjacent parts, it's easy for them to, you know, repaint a Death Star Gunner's shoulders and get them out or spruce R2-D2 up on a new card or whatever. It's more difficult for them to get an all new Kersantan or Darth Revan uh, character into the lineup, obviously. Um, So, yeah, and I do think that it's great to see all the different representation overall. I think for pre-Visla, some people were trying to send a message of OT is going to get in, new stuff's going to get in. Don't forget about the stuff in between. That was a lot of the stuff on my uh, top 25 list as well, even though my number one was Simulu, who was a, a finished 96 character, but I haven't gotten to him in over, you know, almost 30 years of the modern line. So um, I still think Simulu has a better chance than the character that beat him yeah. in that first round. <laughs> yes, maybe. Of getting solo. Sorry, Ben. Uh, yeah. But like, Sorry, ben. Um, so yeah, and I, I think. Yeah, we'll get into the tooling stuff, but I think so. A lot of these Clone Wars later season characters that didn't get made after the animated line finished, a lot of the Rebels characters from you know the show started eight years ago, it ended four years ago. Um, a lot of these sort of don't forget about all the great stuff. You know, there's there's the bread on there's the bread on either side, which is the newest media and the OT. Don't forget about all the delicious goodies in the middle of the Star Wars sandwich. I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, exactly. What I was just gonna say in response to um, sort of both. Carlo and Lewis. Lewis, you brought up the point of how it would have been kind of a waste if the biker scout had, you know, one or 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 someone Not so like much that, a waste, right? Who, yes, yeah. So, someone, someone that we've already gone before. I would agree with that. I'm grateful that he made it onto the bracket as a statement that, like, hey, no, we don't want a repack of this yes. as the definitive biker scout on the mm-hmm. 96 card that is not what we want we are sending the message no no you better make a new one because we want a new one but i wouldn't want him to win the tournament though right yeah now as far as again all of the diverse media that was represented here i think and especially how everybody performed i think a message was sent you know I know Patrick has said this in one of the live streams or one of the Q&A, something like that. I think it was a Q&A. He, his understanding was that 
vintage collection collectors sort of our priority as a community is the OT and the Mandalorian or things set in that era in that era, right? And I think that we what we can see from all of this data is that that perception has just been absolutely smashed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And that that's is, one of the that things that just, worries me. <laughs> that is just absolutely not true. Okay. Because mm -hmm. when you skip entire medias in this scale, you skip Rebels, you skip Bad Batch, you, you know, who, who else, who knows what else will be just entirely skipped, right? But then the other scale gets them. What do you think is happening with the young people watching those shows? Those people are going to go collect that other line. That does not do the vintage collection any favors, okay? So I know we've got people mumbling, grumbling about, oh, you know, the vintage collection should be about vintage stuff. But it's like, okay, well, for the longevity of the line, you need those those new collectors too. And also, Definitely. you know. It's like a healthy means. Yeah. And, I, and it, this leads me off on another thing. But I, I saw people saying that like, I don't know why these video game characters or why these comic book or cartoons live action and OT, right? So not my Star like, Wars, ah. right? Right. <laughs> so it's, it's like you know, I don't know if you've been collecting the vintage collection the whole time. I don't, I don't know if you're new here, but uh, if you look back at TVC 1.0, you know the the 2010 to 2012 years, and you actually look at those characters, uh, there's a lot of characters from video games. And mm -hmm. uh, alternative yeah. media. There's, you know, Darth Malgus and um, Star you know, characters for Star Killer. There's there's characters from Knights of the Old Republic, The Old Republic, The Force Unleashed. You know, all sorts of different stuff. So, um, what is it? Not Naminor from the mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. New, right. New Jedi uh, Order. Yeah. 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 So it's like th this is not a new thing. I don't know why you're acting like this is a new thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but, and I think we have to take into account that as 3D quarter collectors, we don't have um, any other line to collect. Yeah. So yeah. if if, no. we, if we want Rebels or Fallen Order, we have nothing but, but the vintage collection. Yeah. Right. So you know. possibly retro. My, my point is that the vintage collection has always been representative of a diverse wealth of media. It's mm -hmm. from the from the get go. It's never been just OT or yeah. just live action or just movies or whatever. It's it's never been that. So I don't know why people say that. <laughs> and if you <laughs> it look, make at, any sense yeah. to me. Yeah. And as we've kind of brought it before, but if you look at the secondary market, those are some of the most expensive figures, like yes. Star Starkiller and Ahsoka. Shea Vizsla. Yeah, Starkiller. Silver Trooper. Yeah, some of these that, um, yeah, that have been I forgot to mention the Clone Wars, but yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, so, uh, and even if you don't like some of this stuff, you know, it, it brings new people in. As you said, if instead of pushing fans of the Bad Batch over to Six Inch or Mission Fleet, um, it, it can bring them into Vintage Collection, and then that can fund more tooling for these obscure OT characters from yes. Jabba's Palace or, you know, the background of Bespin or whatever. Yeah, it's, 100%. it's yep. you know, we've, we've, it, it proves that, you know, yeah, outside of the OT and Mando thing, again, smashing that, you know, misguided belief, I would say, uh, we want variety, you know, we want to not only stay current, but it, like you said, Tyler, it is about all of Star Wars. It's about celebrating the entire legacy of all of Star Wars. It's all Star Wars, the good, the bad, the new, the old. It's all there. Yes. So, I mean, heck, I'd even take Caravan of Courage figures. Uh, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, it's all it's all there. 
and as uh, I was, I was reminded that last episode I had mentioned, uh, uh, you know, a comment saying that same kind of thing. It's a, it's healthy for the future of the line to have the newer media for the younger folks. Um, that was mm-hmm. Wampa Baloma on. Uh, I, I, forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, he commented that a couple times, reminded me that it was him. So sorry, but I missed you last time, but I got you this time. Um, that you know, people kind of shaking their fists at the sky like the youths, and it's like, yeah you know, the youths are going to be around longer than us. So they'll, they'll <laughs> right. be buying it. When you look at the popularity of the, you know, every time a clone figure is released, look at those ARC troopers sold out amazingly quick. You know, yeah. when you look yeah. at those sorts of figures against some of the OT stuff, actually it, it sells quicker. Uh, it seems, I mean, we don't know what sort of figures are produced, what numbers are produced, but, but to a degree that younger generation that grew up with clone wars are no one's like propping up the line, but they're certainly giving it a good grounding mm-hmm. um, in a, in an area other than OT. Yeah, and I, I think that's where people are. If if they think that it's just all about the OT, then really they're not looking at the bigger picture. It's um, short sighted. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and again, that's not to say that you know the OT uh, or the ninety six aren't important, or you know they should just be swept aside or something. No. Like no, it's all about variety and balance because i do understand that those collectors who've been in the game for you know 40 years since the beginning 40 plus years <clears throat> they're like hey you know i'm not getting any younger you need to finish these mm-hmm. you need to finish these and, and i i totally understand that i i yeah. do i do and they're and many of them you know they're tired of waiting and they're not getting any younger so i i get it you know it's it's all about balance and variety i think is, yeah. the, is the point of all of it so and, and interestingly that feeds in really when you think about the uh the blue milk book where they talked about the different gradings so you've got the a's down to the d's and again you look at the bracket and we've got you know forzek we've got velkin we've got um you know shashi teal uh and then obviously at the other end you've got you know count dooku you, you've you've got kanan you've got your main characters and you know on that bracket it, we actually have got those a to d categories on there and so again, yeah, it, it's not about one category. You can't support a whole line just on one of those. It has to be across them all, uh, right. and balanced. Yeah, you know, no, I, current. Yeah, and current. I and I do get, I do get it too. Like what you said, Tyler. Like ah, you know, I've I've waited forty years. I need a Velkin, uh, <laughs> or I need a I need a Similu. Yeah. Um, it's one of those where I I totally get that, and it uh, and realistically, even though I would prefer, say, you know being a filthy sequel person i would prefer to see a ben solo sooner rather than later i don't mind if i have to wait for him just as long as it's on the radar and that there's a chance uh even if he comes after these you know tertiary characters from return of the jedi now if you know i'm sitting there turning 65 and they still haven't made him yet uh, I will be a little irritated at the youths, so I get it. <laughs> like, be like, ah, why do you need? Why do you need Obi Wan Kenobi season twenty? Like, you know, it's like <laughs> I think that's what's yeah. gonna happen with uh, to me with the second sister. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but you know what? At least they have assets for the second sister that exist, even though it's in the wrong scale. But you know, as we've learned, that there are ways that they can translate those. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. the Obi Wan Kenobi show gives a little more of a boost to the Inquisitors right. on the priority list. Oh yeah, I was so, looking when sure. Reva was introduced in the preview. I was looking at her in the Entertainment Weekly is- issues. I was looking at her, comparing her to the second sister. Like, how much if they make a Reva figure who's probably more likely than Trilla? How much can they reuse for Trilla? I think a fair amount. I think some of her like. Silver parts are in a slightly different area. Man, mm-hmm. I, I, ho- I hope it's similar. I hope it's similar. 
And the, I, I do too. The shoulders are different too. But who knows? Maybe the legs, the boots. Oh, I don't know. Yes. How much difference are we willing to accept in the figures? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking outside of the bracket, going to like, you know, all of the top 25 stuff, you gave us a number of how many characters there were, like 1,200 some. Uh, but breaking it down even further, kind of into media representation, John, if you have those numbers ready, that would be dope to kind of get a little peek at, you know, kind of further uh, extrapolating where we're going with this, with talking about the diverse and diverse wants, diverse needs, the variety that we're looking for. Yes, yes. So I, I will caveat this ahead of time by saying, you know, some of these characters only got one point. Some of them only appeared on one list. For sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, going into it, so going into it from the top 25 submissions, uh, from Phantom Menace, there were 61 unique characters or appearances. From Attack of the Clones, 50. The Clone Wars, 155. That spans seven seasons, don't forget. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, 50. The Bad Batch, 23. Jedi Fallen Order, 11. Obi-Wan Kenobi, 1. I think you can probably guess which one it was or uh, anything <laughs> so, was revealed about the show. And who it was. It wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> it was it not? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean the character, yes. Yeah. Uh, Solo, there was 51. I think bolstered a little bit by like the, Sar- the uh, so- not Sarlacc aliens, the Sabacc aliens. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd like, somebody- like to see somebody play Sabacc with a Sarlacc. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rebels, there were 42. Rogue, one forty-eight. A New Hope, 112, boosted by Cantina Aliens, I would say. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, 51. Return of the Jedi, 107, Jabba's Palace. Mandalorian, 59, both seasons. Book of Boba Fett, 26. Resistance, 2. 2 is better than 0. Force Awakens, 38. Last Jedi, 30. Galaxy's Edge, 6. Rise of Skywalker, 45. Other canon, including Marvel Comics, new video games, 57. And Legends, spanning a whole ton of stuff was 252 and while that number does sound very impressive again i will say a lot of them were these random characters that i had never heard of that i'm yeah. sure are very important to some people but only yeah. appeared on uh, one or two lists in addition to several characters that did appear on quite a few that uh you know were quite popular such as darth revan well, you know, yeah. it's with the uh, the folks say, ah, you know, no sequel stuff, like no one wants that. It's like, well, some folks kind of do, apparently, even it's not the most popular, obviously. I know it's eh, we don't need to get into that again and again and again. But you, you know, do though. That's all right. Though. I do, but I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just encouraged that it it is it is nice for me to see that, you know when it kind of feels like an echo chamber of a whole lot of like, ah, we'll never see that. Or no one wants that. It's kind of nice to just see like, eh, there's a little bit of, a little bit of hope uh, there. There's, you know, there's, there's still, there's still an inkling of demand for some little slow drip of things here and there. And so. then I'll say in the top 100, I don't have all the numbers ready to go, but um, nine of them, nine of the top hundred figures were from the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Seven of which were from Rise of Skywalker. We don't have hardly any figures from that. We got more <laughs> figures like from the OT last week from via Walmart than I think we have for all of <laughs> some of the sequel trilogy. In well, so. Solo as well. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. a big champion of Solo, and it was nice to see two of them get into the bracket at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have liked mm-hmm. to have seen yeah. one of them go a bit further. But, but uh, yeah, again, it's nice that people are still asking for those figures. And, again, a lot of people kind of, you know, oh, yeah, what's the point in asking for them now? You know, it's going to start a whole other load of, figures that we then got you know we're going to have missing characters from and i don't know i don't think it's the right attitude to go you know just 
yeah, let's trickle them out. I don't mind. I'll wait 10 years if you have to yeah. get all of them. But yeah. it's 10 years better than never. And yeah. right. you know, that's that's for me. I think that's where, again, looking at this bracket, it's great to see that there are there are there is stuff on there that really people may well have forgotten about. But obviously not everyone has forgotten about it because they've, they've made it that far. So, And, and to that point, you know, some people wanted, you know, they only wanted characters that would complete dioramas or complete sets they already have. As much as I want to get Velkin and complete the skiff or get Sim, Alu, and finish the 96. I also want to start Rebels. I want to start Bad Batch. Yeah, um, fall in order. Yeah, fall in order. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes in the Kinder days, you had to wait 20 years to get a Tarkin or a Bantha. Um, so mm-hmm. patience is sort of the name of the game for this stuff. Um, I know we've waited longer than others. Uh, some characters have had to wait longer than others, but, you know, there's room for it all on the line. And let me, let me just say that, you know, Should kind be. of going back to what we say at the beginning of every episode of this show where it's about the uh, existence, expansion, and success of the line, the keyword being expansion, where it's very much of push for more, you know, encourage more offerings, encourage, you know, more slots to be available on the line so that we can have more opportunities at getting these diverse things. You know, it feels very limiting when it's only a couple new sculpts a year. Um, but Hasbro's gotten very, very clever about reuse lately. And it's very encouraging to see that where being able to make definitive versions of of characters based on, you know, older or existing assets, being able to bring new things out um, without, you know, technically like, you know, not saying wasting is the wrong word, but without taking up a, a valuable all new slot. So yeah, again, expansion of being able to expand it beyond what they think is safe of just the OT yes. and Mandalorian, but expand it all so that there's just more and more opportunity. Absolutely. Because if if there isn't space for Rebels and Bad Batch or the sequel trilogy, it's like, okay, well, we, we need to continue to push towards a vintage collection that does have the space and the budget mm-hmm. for these sorts of things. We need to continue to push for more, more, more. <laughs> Expansion, expansion, and and the only way you can expand it goes all the way back to what you said earlier, Tyler, about that. You know, if you don't bring in these new media, it's not there. And you know, a a new child coming into, you know, a child or younger person coming into three point seven five collecting, you know, those Besbin guards the other day may not have a huge appeal to them if they haven't got a whole Besbin setup to put them in. Okay, may not be the best example because we had the chamber a few years ago. Yeah, but you you know. Someone of that new new coming into the into the collection, you know, the collecting world, isn't necessarily going to have those massive dioramas where they say, "Well, look, I'm missing that person standing at the bar, or I'm missing that person standing behind them." But they they want the new characters. So again, it's it's about feeding everybody, isn't it? And you know, expansion. No, and I think that as as an older collector, it's the, it's the same effect. I I remember that the dark times when Stormtrooper Luke was announced. Mm-hmm. You you get you get discouraged. <laughs> the origin story of SWTBC. I, <laughs> yeah. I am never I am never gonna let go of that of of that. It's it's like embedded in my mind. But um, you get discouraged, and you you I don't want to say bored, but you get when this is so important to you, you you just kind of like get discouraged and maybe walk out, walk away, or or stop collecting. I, I think it's really important to send a message that we need balance between releases and on across all media yeah you know the the recent walmart reveals of course the the five uh original 96 
mostly met with, you know, praise of like, oh, yes, we need that. That's awesome. That's very creative. It's very clever. I, we're excited to get them. Not with, you know, the difficulties of Walmart exclusives, notwithstanding. Good Lord, that's a whole other episode. We've done them before. We'll do it again. Um, you know that. But then there also are the people who see those things and they're like, well, I already have a stormtrooper. That's not exciting to me. Like, where's, you know, where's something from something new and if it's only the old stuff people will like you said carlo get discouraged bored yeah. you know move on to something else that does offer a wider variety of you know uh of media from star wars where the black series yes has bad batch they have rebels they get all the gaming greats they have all the jedi fallen order stuff and it, it all keeps coming out too it's regularly you know there's regularly things from all of these different media uh, seeing release in the Black series. So that does make sense that if someone were to love that variety and then want to get into the vintage collection, that's kind of a barrier for them to not want to get into it because there's just not enough for them to be excited right, about. Right, and if like, it's the same, right, quote yeah. unquote, as they perceive it, same old stuff. Right. You start getting into the vintage collection after the, another line and then you're like, but wait, where's where's Kanan? Where is Krennic? Yeah. You know, like, to that point, I want to say um, of the final four, um, three of those characters have been made before in some form or fashion. Um, Chrysanthemum, outside of the Black Chewbacca, has not been <laughs> made in at least in three point seven five. And out of the, out of the final out of the elite eight, um, Chrysanthemum and the Dark Trooper were the only two that have not don't have. Uh, and even the Dark Trooper is you know on the bubble because he has his video game appearances made into various figures. Um, so there is a demand for updates in the line, obviously, but there is also, you know, strong demand for new stuff because mm-hmm. a new collector coming into the line, I, I believe it's important for them to have a Vader and R2, Boba Fett always available. Mm-hmm. Um, but those figures do exist in the secondary market if they want to go back and get them. Um, whereas, you know, Chrysanthemum doesn't exist. A, a, a Dark Trooper from the Mandalorian doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, as exciting as it would be to have Darth Revan with rocker ankles and a more accurate helmet, 30th anniversary one is not that bad. It's not the worst thing on the planet. It's not perfect. Not 100% perfect. Tyler's face. (laughs) (laughs) For some, because I know Tyler's list, like we brought it up before, yours was half updates. And mine was all crazy new stuff that might not be as exciting to people, but. I think I was the only person with High Republic on mine. (laughs) Yeah. I think you might have been on the, on the yeah. entire submissions, but I was about to put Geo on mine. <laughs> I was about to cut John John off like Mazamita and just be like, "Order, <laughs> every figure you have, all two thousand figures you have, need rocker ankles or they are trash, <laughs> or the new hips or they're trash." Yes, um, you know it. It is very much when we say balance the scales of you know balancing the offerings, but. It is it is a delicate balancing act of what to offer, even like that is also yeah. another way to look at the balance when it comes to TVC. And that's kind of part of the whole push here, the whole initiative and being able to try to have these community events and try to get as many people involved and try to find ways to get it all there so that you can look at it and kind of get and and hope that Hasbro will, you know, look closer and do a little more work, think a little more heavily about what you know how to better balance out the offerings so you know like you said the updates incredibly important the new stuff incredibly important you know we'll just keep repeating it over and over and over again well, so these, these conversations we're having now have been had by people in the comment sections and in uh, forums and groups over the past i mean they have them all the time but especially yeah. this when you 
that's part of what I like about this is it forces people to have these conversations. Do you want an update to this character? Do you want a character from the OT versus directly when you have these two directly against each other? We all say we want OT or whatever, but when it, when the when a push comes to shove and you have to pick one now, who are you going to pick? Yeah. You know, so it's it's interesting to at least have those conversations and Hasbro can look at them. For sure. We want to bring visibility to those conversations. Right. But you can also see how difficult it must be for Hasbro to try to Absolutely. make everybody happy and please oh, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because they see those they see those conflicting comments in all these different pages and sites, and they're like, what do people want? I don't know. That's why this we're trying to help focus that data. Yeah, because you know. everybody has their their choices that are no-brainers or obvious or you know, foregone conclusions to themselves. But my foregone conclusions are not your foregone conclusions, you know? Mm-hmm. So yep. it's yeah. Correct. Yeah, definitely Correct. as difficult as it is for us, Hasbro goes through this all the time, yeah. sure. It keeps mm-hmm. it interesting, though, at the very yes. least. So, yes, yes. you know, I kind of want to move on since we're going into that that uh, general direction there of lessons learned when it comes to March Madness. Not only, you know, we've kind of gone into the takeaways that we're getting from the data and, you know, hoping that there can be some things there for Hasbro to learn some lessons there or find some little nuggets of info there. Um, but, you know, for us as well, we've, we've learned a few lessons along the way, you know, from last year to this year, and hopefully that we can bring into next year as well. Um, you know, kind of just how to better include more of the community, get people, more excited you know the whole some folks are very certain that it's just like why bother like that kind of apathy and john you mentioned that earlier of you know some of the matches being so close and quite a bit of participation for for us being such a relatively new and you know it maybe small group uh but and growing but being young and doing that mm-hmm. it's you know getting people excited to participate in that where I, I hope everyone who participated or everyone who, you know, thought about participating and didn't, I hope that next year they can, because we want at least, you know, I, I think it, I don't think I'm out of line saying that we want everyone's voice to be heard. We want everyone to be able to have a say where it's, if you love this hobby, if you love collecting this stuff, your voice is valid when it comes to what you want to see because you are the consumer, you are a fan. So I want, I want these folks to be motivated to join in. I want them to engage, you know, engage a little bit with your hobby. If if you can, if you can spare the time, it's, it's, it's worthwhile. It feels, it does feel good. It's frustrating. It's, it's disappointing sometimes, but I don't know. I just, I encourage everyone out there. I don't think anyone listening to this didn't participate, but Yeah, right. Well, it's so. the people that say, you know, this uh, top 64, top 32, et cetera, does not represent what I want. Did you submit a list? This represents right? what yeah. this yeah. represents, not everybody, but it represents the 435 people that submitted. Yeah. Uh, if you were part of that, that's awesome. If you weren't, please submit a list. We want your participation. If it, that, if it doesn't represent you, that should be more of an impetus for you next year to participate yeah. and share mm-hmm. and tell the admins of your group or forum or website. Hey, Absolutely. maybe make an article about this or something that, you know, obviously we want to share this as much as possible. Yeah. And we got a lot of sharing and we thank everybody that did share. Yeah. Huge shout out to everyone. Yeah. Because there was, yeah. there was a lot, there was a lot going into it. So I thought we captured a pretty good, um, you know, audience. I don't know yeah. how much, I'm sure there's lots of corners that we're not aware of and not talking to. And we'd love to meet everybody, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So next year, if, if, if you're not happy, then all you can really do is participate. 
Yeah. Instead of yeah. saying, this isn't for me, this is only for Instagram or whatever, that old website that's only been around for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's easy, isn't it, to stereotype people and say that you have this group, do, that, you know, this this group, they like that, and this group, they like this. And, you know, I'm a 45-year-old, I'm on, I'm on Instagram, I probably buck that trend to some degree anyway. I grew up with the OT, I'd probably fit into that bracket more that people sort of label the Facebook crowd with but again i think it's hard we shouldn't be labeling the different people but you obviously do see differences in interest across the different you know the different medias and the different sites and even when you look at um you know brosk's bounty you know john was involved with the live stream when we went through the bracket uh funny enough chris anton won that didn't he so again it's interesting that he did with with possibly a, a different demographic but equally i think luke skywalker uh got through to the final so again it shows that Different people, perhaps in different areas, do have different priorities. And that's, again, yeah, as you say, that's what we're trying to tap into. We're, we're trying to not just be the voice of, uh, of a, you know, a handful of, of collectors on Instagram, but actually try and pick up as many different you know, opinions as we can, because that's it's stronger for everyone. It's stronger yeah, for, for absolutely, the whole absolutely. I saw a lot of comments on certain sites and pages <clears throat> implying that we were, you know, just trying to pull in votes on Instagram or only interested in hearing the voices of people on Instagram. And I can just tell you that is unequivocally false. We were trying to pull in information and data and votes from as many sources as possible. I mean, we did everything. Which is why the Google poll. Yeah, the Google poll was there for that Right, right. We we provided the Google poll as an alternative to Instagram to try to get those people who are like, well, I don't have Instagram and I'm not going to get Instagram. So this is <laughs> barring me from voting. Like, no, we gave you the Google poll so that you would have another option to vote. We, we still and want your vote. Even if you don't think yes. we do, we want your vote. Yeah. We do want your vote. But, do, but, but equally, equally, we have to be careful by spreading too many opportunities to vote across too many different platforms. There's yeah. always that chance people go and vote 10 times or, you know. Uh, because they can vote here, there, there, and there, and there. So again, we had to to do to a degree control it. So yeah, yeah absolutely, you got to try it both ways. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we wanted to make it as accessible as possible to as many people as possible, but at the same time, limit that ballot stuffing because we don't want people voting with you know eight eight different accounts or whatever, like <laughs> or eight different times. We. Yeah. We're, we're we're trying to get a legitimate winner. We're trying to get legitimate data. So it's tricky. It's a tricky thing, and we we can see even despite our efforts, uh, and this is this is, you know, one of the lessons learned is is to how to improve on this later, uh, next year. But looking at the the vote spread, I think correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Evan and John, but. What we what we saw trending was approximately ninety percent of the votes would come from Instagram, and about ten percent of the votes would come from the Google poll. So there is an obvious disparity there, and an obvious skew towards Instagram. But that's not what we had intended, and that's not what we wanted. We want a balance. We want those OT fans on Facebook or JTA or Bantha Skull or whatever to get out there and vote and and counter those youngins, you know? Like yeah. mm-hmm. we want everybody to vote. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there's yeah. one thing and I it kind of going back to the top 25s and preconceived notions of, you know, stereotyping people. Um and th- that's I'm that's something I'm guilty of, but when we were going through the top 25 submissions, um I I was uh, John handed off the JTA lists uh to me, and as I was going through them, it was eye-opening. 
it totally bucked so many of my preconceived notions and my expectations of what those lists were going to look like. Uh, it was there was a ton of variety, you know, there was stuff from everything there. Uh, and so it was just one of those that it kind of shook me out of my own little, uh, little, you know, echo chamber in my head about that of, Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This, you know, you can't just look at one group and be like, Oh yeah, it's all that. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's more nuanced than that. It's, it's, it's very different there. So yeah. yeah. In terms of the initial submissions, I'll say, of the 435 lists, we got 247 were from, I'll, I'll just say also, there were some duplicates that I, I cut off. So some of them, they might, you might have posted on Facebook first, but I saw you on Instagram first. So getting rid of the duplicates, um, there were 247 from Instagram, 72 from the Star Wars The Vintage Collection Facebook group, 66 from Jedi Temple Archives, 32 from Bantha Skull, and 18 from the French Facebook group. So even that was mostly Instagram. But there's still a lot and, you know, bringing in participation from sites like JTA and Bantha Skull, which was around 98, both 98 uh, lists from those two combined, that added, that did add a lot of OT um, points like Luke and Leia jumped up to number three and four in the seating due to those sites participating. So it's the job as aliens getting boosted up into the bracket and stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so yeah, if you think your voice doesn't count in this, it absolutely does. So again, more participation is only a good thing. Yeah. And it, it, even with the voting, we saw it with the Google poll, didn't we? There was somewhere IG, yeah. a character would be running away with it. And then in the Google poll, you, you would actually have it the opposite way around. And in fact, some of the decisions were eventually made in the Google poll, weren't they? Uh, so mm -hmm. those outside votes made a difference. Yeah. Like I said at yes. the top, that's Chrysanthemum. You know, those outside mm -hmm. votes are the ones that put him just over the top. It wasn't those youths that wanted the new Chrysanthemum, <laughs> you know, uh, they wanted the older character. Um, yeah. It, and and let's kind of also think about this, too, where so say that there's 15,000 like TVC collectors. Uh, say there's 15,000, you know, uh, say the community is 15,000 people. Uh, and then and at least just low number, whatever. I'll say that. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then having 2000 people regularly engage with a thing like this, of course, you know, it's like, we want every voice to be heard. Of course, it's not every single person that's part of it. That's how voting and polling works. It's a sample size. Right. Not everybody in America votes for the president. For God's exactly. Sake, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, say that's 2000 out of 15,000. That's a great sample size. In my opinion, of course, it's easy for me to say as part of this team, but I'm I'm very impressed and proud of this, you know, this community, all corners mm. of it coming together to be able to participate like that and have a meaningful sample size like that. Yeah, even just the lists, which were definitely, you know, I'm sure people voted across both Google and uh, Instagram. Not to that much of a degree, though, obviously, because there were 90 percent, you know, nine, you know, nine times more participation on Instagram than there was on Google. But even the 400, 400 and some lists initially, that's nothing to sneeze at either because that's you know when people do focus groups that's you know they do a lot smaller than that so a lot of business yeah, bigger things unless unless <laughs> that's data. a good sample size yes. yeah yeah so i'm happy with it we'd love more let's let's see what we can get next because last year we had about 125 lists and uh voting was a little bit less last year yeah um, yeah so still tweaking still seeing what we can do for next year but 
Yeah, a year so to figure it out. We do have a year to figure it out. Uh, hopefully, we we won't leave it to uh, February to figure it out. But <laughs> I, say, I have I have a year to uh, sleep and my back to tank and yeah, well deserved <laughs> rest. Um, you know, just a couple things to touch on here again with the lessons learned. Obviously, can't please everyone. Uh, never underestimate a Mandalorian. Um, but we kind of mentioned to consideration of tooling when it comes to characters. You know, the intention going into it where we mentioned like, what all new figure would you like to see? Or all new characters. So Previsla would be an all new character to the line, even though he wouldn't require all new tooling. Um, so right. I don't know because he's especially his earlier look. I think both looks. Um, the animation model was just the stock standard Mandalorian in Clone Wars. Um, so and we don't have those figures yet, but we do have quite a few Clone Wars based Mandalorians coming this year, which are different, a little different from um, like the Death Watch. And axe wolves that we know are coming. We know the Clone Wars ones are coming, but we just haven't seen the, the final figures yet. So it would be very easy for Hasbro to, um, and again, Pre has two different looks: his season two look uh, when he first meets Obi Wan and introduces the dark saber, and then his season four and five look where he works with Maul and then gets killed by Maul, where he's a little more. He has some more decoration on his armor. He he shaved his head. He's got some antennas on his helmet and stuff like that. Um, Let's let's get both. You know, yeah. all they would need to do mm-hmm. is the, the new jetpack and uh, a new head and helmet, and then repaint the upcoming Clone Wars Mandalorian body, um, add a cape, obviously. But yeah, you know, so he would be a fairly easy uh, repaint, partial retool, which would be a great exclusive somewhere. Please just get him off the bracket so he stops killing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, was, new characters. he was the spoiler of the bracket, man. Number yes. 40. <laughs> I, I know I asked sorry, Number 46, number 48. Woof. 48, yeah. yeah. Number 48. Yeah. Was, I mean, the well, last year, he was knocked off by Paz Vizsla, wasn't he? So uh, yeah. uh, it, you know, he could have gone further, but I think Paz was obviously very popular at the time. Didn't do bad this year. I can't remember who knocked him out, actually. Chrysanthem. Oh, it was Chrysanthem. So again, you know, it's... You can see there's some popular characters there that are still hanging around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, as far as the never underestimate a Mandalorian point, uh, this is the second year in a row that we have underestimated Pre Vizsla. So again, mm-hmm. let's yeah. uh, let's just go ahead and, and get that character made and get him off the board, like you said, John. <laughs> uh, but um, so so for consideration of tooling, right? Like. <sighs> We did our utmost to try to make this abundantly clear that we were seeking people's lists for all new figures. And yet we still had people saying like, I want this character as long as it's an all new sculpt. And it's like, yes, that's the point of this whole thing is to try to (laughs) what all new figures do you want? Right. So like technically a character like Pre Vizsla, who could use already existing point uh, uh, parts should be disqualified but then you open up you know a whole can of worms where it's like okay now you got to look at every single you character could disqualify all... nearly every character though couldn't you yeah, yeah. That right yeah. so you know it's like that that's quite a can of worms to go looking at all these parts and all these characters and everything so it's like all right so we'll let that slide but when it's a straight up repaint like people asking oh i, I want a shock trooper it's like okay well like an imperial shock trooper, I mean. Um, well, that's that's not an all new figure. That's a that's a repaint. So like mm-hmm. that kind of thing should get disqualified, in my opinion, because that's like that's not well, that's... new tooling. That's a paint job. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. the so... um, three thirty second on there last year? Yeah, so there, yeah. we had a clone yeah, trooper so... on there last year, and uh, there were still plenty of stormtrooper clone trooper yeah. 
arc trooper everything repaints i think we all have different standards for our purity test for all new tyler you know needs 100 percent new tooling every time yeah <laughs> uh, i don't i think yeah. like I'm, I'm looking at the low bot it's an incredible figure i i don't yeah. dock it points because it it reuses lando's legs from three years ago like everything the figure does way more than i need it to and it's amazing and it's incredible and i don't for me it doesn't matter that you know he sure no, I know. Else and they were, they I have were, a little bot that's more definitive than the main characters. <laughs> yes. Right. As, <laughs> as, as far as the, the clone troopers making it on, I mean, you could argue that certain people, certain prominent members in the community want uh, an all new clone sculpt. I mean, you know, Vic, Victoria, Tim, uh, even Chris has had enough of VC, uh, VC45 bodies. So <laughs> I mean, you had quite a few but, clones on your, on your list. Were you yes. hoping for those? So, um, well yeah explain yourself (laughs) no i i i want you know i had um uh you've been disqualified from participating thank you for letting (laughs) me know (laughs) by your own standards i had i had bakara and (laughs) no i I had bakara and uh and bligh um because i would want those to be you know updated either on completely new bodies or use you know some vc45 parts and and but anyway that's a whole nother discussion so but like we've like we've come to and stuff i, I think a lot of people don't think about tooling in the way that we're so deep in the weeds yes. of talking about yeah. this stuff yes. we think way too is. much about this stuff yeah <laughs> well but 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 it's important though when you look at yeah. the budget and this is actually what i wanted to get into as well is that yeah most people do not think about tooling the way we think about it right most people mm-hmm they're they're not thinking about parts reuse and budget and oh, you know all that allocations and all that stuff right they're like i want figure x i don't care how just get it done give me this figure right and so that's how you get characters like previsla on the bracket who mm-hmm. doesn't need to be an all new figure that's a mostly you know existing parts kit bash or or partial tool or whatever but as far as like Black Kersantan, again, I think it's a good thing that he won because he would have to most likely be in an, an entirely new tool, which is, again, the point of this whole thing was what all new figure do you want, right? And what's important about sort of Kersantan winning, I think, is that some people look at Kersantan and he was prominently featured in new media. And so they assume, oh, well, they're they're definitely going to make Kersantan. That's just a waste and stupid when it's like, well... I mean, first of all, nothing's really guaranteed anymore exactly. uh, because we're missing so many prominent characters, but also because Kersantin is big. He is a big, just bulky dude, right? And so there's no guarantee that they're going to just put him out because of his size. Mm-hmm. His size makes it – well, hold on. His size makes him a tricky release because he's he's so big. And and that's kind of along the same lines with, uh, with Paz Vizsla. They're both – huge big bulky characters that might have to be deluxe releases in order to get them out but the fact that kersantin won it's telling hasbro like hey don't really care how you get this done but we want this character so make except, it happen except we're painting chewbacca <laughs> yeah. yeah please yeah. please don't repaint chewbacca <laughs> right yeah 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 it's it's very much like we want a newly like spend the money on this character like spend yeah. the money right. to make it right. don't go but the black series is, route absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying to to repaint chewbacca we don't care yeah. what i'm saying is i don't care if you make this in the main line and charge me a couple more dollars for it like they did for the for the uh the gamorian guard right that's what they yeah. did they they kind of upcharge him a little bit which makes sense because it was a big big character but you know i don't care if you do that or if you have to make him a deluxe of some kind but we want a new one 
get yeah. it done. Yeah, and there, yeah. There's so. that uh, the Wookiee Meru Meru or Meru Meru or whatever um, from mm-hmm. the, the Black Series 2014 2015 line that mm-hmm. uh, it's Black not a Series terrible... three three quarter inch, obviously. Yes, yes, but um, <laughs> which is not terrible, but. Uh, I don't really, I don't want that as the basis of a chrysanthemum. I want no, value. yeah, I agree because yeah. the articulation is not quite there. Yeah, um, yeah no. Mm-hmm. But then, as many right. people have pointed out, like uh, our friend Fendor Moon mm-hmm. and many others, just thinking have, about him, yeah, yes, have <laughs> said chrysanthemum can lead to other new awesome Wookies, like a new Tarful who hasn't been done since 2005 and recently appeared in Jedi Fallen Order, or you mm-hmm. know, some of these mm-hmm. other Wookies from Revenge of the Sith or Force Unleashed or what what have you. It would be awesome just to see, you know, which where makes the, you think uh, army building pack, but they'd never fit them in those little boxes, yes. would they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> double size the boxes or yeah, two yeah. Or they'd have to be a but... new expression. Yep. Yeah, yeah, deluxe army builder. Yes, uh, hundred and twenty dollars. Oh God, um, yeah. d- please Hasbro, don't do that. Don't listen to me. <laughs> yes, uh, an all new Chrysanthemum. You know, very much going back to that Hasbro. Spend the money there, like that's since it is such such a wanted thing, it's worth investing in. I don't think you'll be disappointed by that. Is is kind right. of what the point is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, you know, before we get into having a little bit of fun here at the end, do you guys have any other final thoughts that you want to you know throw out there? Overall, were you pleased with March Madness twenty twenty two? I am. I am. I'm. I'm- like I said, I'm really happy to see all all these characters in the bracket. I'm super happy with the with the way that with the amount of votes and interaction that we got, the conversations that it started. It, it was it was an awesome experience. It was um, more fun than last year for sure. And please vote for the second sister again. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I she'll be on the bracket until she gets made. I assume. Trela. So, yeah. yeah. How about you, Lewis? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm happy. Same same as Carlo, really. I, I, Regardless of the votes and, and what went on the bracket in the end, you know, forgetting all of that, I just think that the whole conversations, the the excitement that people have had talking about this and, and the fact that we've seen people outside of Instagram talking about this, we've heard it mentioned, you know, you, you can watch a live stream and someone will mention it, uh, you know, even Hasbro have mentioned it. And it's it's great that I think people are out there having those conversations. And that's what I, I love about it. It's just the fact that, you know, you, you can bring up characters that, Otherwise, they just get forgotten. And all of a sudden, someone mentions this, it goes on a bracket. And then before you know it, there's this big conversation about a, a character that probably, in part, had been forgotten. So, yeah, that's what I've enjoyed most about it. Yeah, it was really interesting this year because last year, it more or less followed, um, there weren't a ton of upsets, I think. Um, the number the one seed won it. <laughs> yeah, the number one seed won it, won it all, which didn't absolutely not happen this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it was never boring. It was always interesting. It was always fun seeing everybody, uh, even when you got a little upset and got a little sad that your favorite lost, but that my number one seed lost immediately. But then my victory was short-lived, John. Yes, he's gone. But uh, yeah, so again, thank you to everybody who participated, who shared, who talked about it, who voted, who dreamed about it, who thought about it, who, you know... Mm-hmm said they were going to get around to it but never did you know it's all good it's all valid <laughs> yeah oh, thank you even if you complained about it thank you yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i love this i love that it's become a a big community event that people will look forward to and get excited mm-hmm. for um i i love that participation has dramatically increased since last year and i hope that's a trend that continues i hope we get more participation i hope we get more cooperation and inclusion and representation we're going to work on all of those things um it was quite a roller coaster and it 
did not go in any way the way that I thought it was going to go, <laughs> but it, that's part <laughs> of the fun, right? So, yeah. um, no, I, I, uh, I think it was really, really cool to see, um, Hasbro acknowledging it and, uh, stating up front that they're, they're watching and, and paying attention. And, uh, they even have their own brackets, which of course they can't share because people would draw <laughs> too many, too many conclusions from that. But, you know, the, <laughs> the fact that they, that they find it fun, you know, you had Mr. Stevie, uh, promoting it a couple of times, at least a few times. So, yeah, he uh, shared the final last, Evans. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. you. Um, you know, um, Emily, she she came out and publicly said on on Tim's live stream that she would be watching. So you know it's it's uh mm. it's it's really rewarding to see that sort of thing. Um, for those that are frustrated or it didn't go your way, you know we're gonna do our best to try to calibrate the uh, the the participation in the voting to try to you know refocus that and 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 make sure that that's better for next year. But. Uh, all we can say is push your sites and the pages that you go to to participate and it will be more fair and balanced. So uh, all we can say is go vote, you know? Yeah. So Our doors are open. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But it's been a good time and uh, thank you everyone uh, who participated. Um, hope you all had fun. So Yeah, I'll just echo that and say thank you again, everyone. You know, like I said, voters, uh, people who submitted their top 25 lists, the sites that shared, uh, even if you didn't participate and just wanted to kind of be irritated with it, I'm still glad you at least were thinking about it. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm honored. Uh, I, I, I never could have dreamed of this idea like two years ago, this I less than two years ago, this idea becoming something that would be talked about and something we could all have fun with together. Um, so yeah, I, I, my, eternal gratitude to you for sitting here with me today i Aww. this is amazing i i love doing this with you guys i love all the work that you know that we've all put in john you carrying the team the whole mm-hmm. time with the, all your sleep for a little bit yeah, yeah i was thinking <laughs> my, my, my bedtime this month has been 1 a.m yeah. at the you know at the earliest uh you know one, yeah 1 15 a.m has been when i had to go to sleep yeah. every night uh, you guys are troopers yes thank you yeah thank you. it's funny it's funny because i get up in the morning and you know they're both still going at it and yeah you know, it's, it's well, all that handover shift it's like all right there you go midnight so you're like yeah it's yours it's, Lewis. <laughs> yeah. so it's getting it rolling getting the templates all set up and then handing it off to you guys to post or you know having yeah. to do the math and color it up at the website and everything but yeah yeah it, it's a lot of work but it's a lot of fun it, it is a it is a lot of work um you know anytime that i've kind of felt a little irritated it's like you know it's nice that doing this we've kind of collectively gotten a little taste of what hasbro must feel like sometimes <laughs> we tr- with the best intentions we want to you know do something fun for everyone and then it's met with just like haha but you didn't do it right it's like oh <laughs> so i yeah i i empathize more with hasbro now uh but at the yeah, same and, time and george yeah. lucas you know that's why yeah. he's so yeah. in the first place because yeah. people wouldn't shut up now they're begging him to come back. It's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your fault in the first place people, but whatever. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I'm really grateful for all of this. Uh, it means a lot because it is, it is so much effort. It really is. I, I'm not trying to toot any of our horns here. It's, it's a lot no, but of it work. Is. It's a, <laughs> so. it, it is, it's quite an endeavor to yeah. gather all of this data and, and, you know, make sense and... of all those numbers and distill it. And uh, I, I, 
respect the hell out of you guys. Um, yeah. And Evan, I think we owe you a thank you for yeah. being the brainchild of this whole thing and, oh, wow. and coming up with the idea. Uh, thank you. And it can yeah. it's your idea. Ah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll I'll thank my mom for that since she she's a big <laughs> basketball fan and she got me into the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, you know, everybody got to shout out their mom, right? So uh, it has been a really intense month as well, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, people were saying, "Are oh, you going through it too quickly?" But we're on the twenty sixth now, and we couldn't have gone through it any slower. So. Yeah. We technically right. started Tuesday, going, Tuesday going, March first. <laughs> I mean, and there, yeah, there are ways to break it down. I don't know if we could have done eight instead of sixteen the first few days, or we could have done more. We could have not had a day of rest in between, but I think it was important for everybody to, yeah. for us to gather our thoughts and not, yeah. you know, because we still yes, had to be awake out. every night to yes. <laughs> either open polls or close polls. So and now I'm seeing now I'm seeing commercials for you know, or I know the the basketball March Madness is going, the actual March Madness is happening. I'm seeing the logo and hearing people talk about it. I'm like, oh, wait, it's, yes, there's that one, too. I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the so, real March Madness. I've been so focused on this. Yeah. yeah. This is the one that matters. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of things that matter and, you know, being so appreciative of you guys, my wonderful team that I get to be a part of, um, let's have a little fun with this. So I took it upon mm-hmm. myself to go through our brackets that we put together ourselves of kind of, you know, our wants, not necessarily putting it together of how we thought it was going to go, but our pri- our personal priorities. And I went through all five of our brackets as we were going and started scoring them according to the ESPN bracket scoring methodology uh, to figure out which one of us five had the quote unquote winningest bracket, you know, uh, just to be, uh, just to be honest here, it was so clear by the elite eight uh, that I stopped count. Or I stopped calculating. I'll I'll get the final numbers here, but it, there's no question who won. The it's hundreds <laughs> of points difference. Um, wow. I'll post those scores here uh, around the time this episode drops. So if you're listening to this, odds are you'll know what the scores were. Uh, but I came up with a thing since I wanted to treat it kind of like a fantasy football sort of thing, where whoever had the winningest, you know that year they get a first place trophy and they get a you know a fancy title or some kind of privilege for the next year (laughs) until they either retain it be the defending champion or they lose it uh and conversely the loser will also you know be stuck with a uh you know a reminder of their failure for the next year um so you know i'll just go ahead and start with whoever wins the loser and this prize i have named the han of shame so i don't have it as we're recording right now but i'll tell you guys what it is it's a tvc endor han uh, our favorite oh figure uh painted gold uh oh, no. <laughs> with a special card that says han of shame and on the back it will have that year's loser uh you know that sounds cool (laughs) yeah yeah and so it's that and so we'll add to it every year uh this year i have the distinct honor of getting the han of shame so i'm just making it for myself this year Uh, i lost i i almost beat john but because he had chrysanthemum go another step further than i did he ended up avoiding the han of shame i was sure i was gonna lose with similar as my number one pick but you know your your tastes are more in line with the community than mine this is based on bracket picks though right not the top 25 we had yes bracket bracket. this is based on the brackets so i'll be i'll be getting that and then hopefully i'll be able to hand off the haunt of shame next year uh, because i definitely don't want another endor haunt around um so yeah (laughs) 
And honestly, if, if we were scoring the top twenty uh, top twenty five submissions, I clearly won because my number eight Elder Spinoza now exists as a yeah, Walmart figure. That is true. very it's clearly <laughs> true. not selling that well. But uh, <laughs> you might get the Han, but I got the Helder. So yeah. yeah. Actually, we should do that. Perhaps go from January to January, see who gets the most figures made. Yeah. The top twenty five. Yeah. That's that another thing awesome. we should do. Yeah. 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 So you maybe you can get a little asterisk on your uh, Han of Shame or your uh, first <laughs> really? uh, first prize. So. On that note, I'm going to reveal the winner. Uh, the winner of the first prize, uh, first place prize, which I have dubbed the Shivo. Uh, it is named a Shivo. It is a Palpatine that is going to also be gold uh, and recarded with the same kind of thing on the back. Uh, but because, you know, Shiva's a bit of a better figure than that Han and, you know, makes you the emperor of TVC when you have it. <laughs> this year's winner drum roll please i could add one here but i'm not going to uh, <laughs> it is carlo really yep oh, sh- oh oops <laughs> carlo you get the shivo was, this year woo. you are king tvc emperor of tvc um, yeah, the dark lord the dark lord of the bracket yes right. so right. here's the fun part how do we want to do this you know other than the prizes uh you know, the winner, what's the perk that the winner can have? Do you want a certain phrase or title or pledge of fealty from us that has to be mentioned or recited every episode until next year's winner? You know, let's spitball a little I, I, bit for I, I a would, sec. I want to be called Darth Carlo now. Darth Carlo? Darth Nervous. Yeah. Darth Nervous is my Sith name. Darth Anxiety. <laughs> yes. No, Darth Nervous. Darth Anxious. Darth Anxious. Yes. Those are perfect George Sith names. I love yeah. it. Darth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Darth Anxious, I like it. But yeah, if, if, if you guys are happy with Carlo, if that's what you want, that's what you can be. Oh my God, I love it. That's so, crazy. And you don't have to totally decide now. We can do an update okay, on that. But yeah, that would be awesome. Podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it, it yeah. out by then. Um, I just think that's fun. And then on that note too, you know, what uh, you guys decide what my, my uh, penance has to be for being such a disconnected <laughs> loser. So... <laughs> Oh uh, my god. You have, have this, you have to wear the same Ben Solo Gap sweater every day for a full year. <laughs> Complete with holes. I love it. Yeah. Yes. I love yeah. Oh, oh my boy. God. Yeah. Within reason, guys. Don't just ruin because my I don't life. have to just because I don't have to smell you that often. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, don't don't forget <laughs> to splash it with salt water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start, yeah. This, start this after celebration, obviously. For sure. So, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get the details hashed out on that. But Carlo. Congrats! Sorry, Darth Anxious. Congrats, uh, you nailed it. Thank you. That's uh, crazy. I was not expecting that one at yeah, all. For the next, That's yeah, awesome. the next year we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be uh, having these things in our collection. So I will be sending you the Shivo when I finish it uh, this week, and you get to you you <laughs> have you. to display that. You have to oh, display oh, it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm posting a picture. I'm posting a selfie and everything. Yeah. I reveal my true self. And yeah. then you know, don't get too attached because you could lose it next year. Unless, yeah, exactly. You know, uh-huh. Yeah, play yeah. it smart. Maybe we can fill out two brackets next year's ones that ones that we want, and then ones how we think it's going to go, and I'll, we can score I'll, off yeah. that. I'll submit it when I see who's winning. We're like, yeah, mm, this yeah. is this is the one. Yeah. Yeah. I will admit there were a couple times I voted against a certain character because I was like, oh, I don't want John to beat me. So, <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest, I think if I actually did try to fill out a bracket to predict what happened this year, I'd have been worse positioned than I probably was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would have too. What happened. 
Yeah. Didn't expect a lot of this. I honestly, nope. my, my Ben Solo pick making it past the round of 64 was a, a fluke. And I was like, oh, God, okay, that's some, that's an easy 10 points. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, even with, because even on, on Tim's stream, right before uh, the voting started, I did not expect Chris, Chris Anton won that. And I, even I still didn't expect him to win this necessarily. No, yeah. me neither. You never know. You never know. I, I had a feeling, I remember early on, and we've talked about it before, John, when I said, oh, let me guess, Kersantin's going to have a ton of votes, and you were just like, what? No. <laughs> so, yeah, he did, yeah, because you <laughs> thought he was going to be in the top five. And yeah. From, I guess he did on Instagram, so maybe that was a sign of things to come, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting all stuff. There's all the Dooku heads. Right. Yeah. Next year. Next <laughs> year's Dooku's year. It should have been this year yes. for the 20th, but uh, yes. next year, right? Next yeah, year. Get him yeah. done anyway, Hasbro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, it's never a wrong time for Christopher Lee. So, yes. no. Yeah. But all right, guys. Is there anything else you want to you wanna touch on? Anything? Any closing thoughts that you want to throw out there for the listeners or for, you know, uh, each other? I just want to say thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys yeah. for doing yeah. all the work that you guys did. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, always bet on black, Chrysanthemum. Never underestimate a Wookiee. <laughs> exactly. Let, Let the, the Wookiee win. win. Yeah. Let oh. the Wookiee win. Yeah. <laughs> Episode title right there. <laughs> yeah. Damn yep. job. <laughs> Let the Wookiee win indeed. Uh, my heartfelt thanks again to my incredible SWTVC teammates for getting this whole month to go off without a hitch. And again, I know we said it a ton throughout the whole episode, but thank you so much to anyone and everyone who participated, uh, especially those sites like Bantha Skull, Jedi Temple Archives, the Star Wars The Vintage Collection Facebook group, for Lamda Zuckus, um, Yak Face, uh, Bosk's Bounty, everybody who got together and, you know, talked about this, hyped it up, participated, had fun. You know, it, it, it means a lot that we get to do this all with people that I hold in high esteem. We are already, you know, thinking about next year, how to implement some more changes to make the tournament even better, uh, you know, appeal to everyone sort of thing. And uh, we're excited with some of the ideas we already have. Uh, I can't wait to see where it all goes. But, you know, thankfully, there's another year. That said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and use this March Madness wrap-up episode to call this the season finale of season two of the SWTVC podcast. Um, the first season was, what, February to September last year? Um, you know, six-month season, sort of. But from now on, I think we're going to treat it uh, that the March Madness uh, events will be the culmination and wrap-up and season finales moving forward. Kind of gives it a nice little bow on the year. So we will be coming back at you guys, not in April, but in May with some exciting new episodes. I will be at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim this year. Uh, if you are planning on attending the show, please let me know. I would love to meet some of you folks, uh, you know, catch up with anyone I've only met on the internet. Uh, what could go wrong meeting strangers from the internet? Uh, anyway, I will be, you know, if, you, if you're if you a fan of the show, if you like what we do, if you do see me, please do not hesitate to come and say hello. I will uh, try to have some swag to hand out, too, uh, just as we're on the show floor. Uh, nothing official, you know, just me kind of wandering around. Uh, it's my vacation, too. Um, if you end up wearing any of your uh, SWTVC merch that we have available on our bonfire page, uh, the link is in our Instagram bio, uh, I will see if I can whip up something special to 
to give you if you end up finding me. I could be regretting all of these words. Uh, anyway, again, huge thank you to everybody. It has been an amazing year. Uh, I cannot wait to get back in the swing of things, but for now, it is time for us to hibernate. So, Get ready for March Madness 2023, but in the meantime, let's get hyped for Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, and or all the other stuff, and let's hope we see some awesome new TVC figures from Hasbro for all this new media. For the SWTVC Podcast Season 2, I'm Evan. I've been your host. It's an honor, a privilege. Can't wait to see you again in a month. And remember, keep 375 alive. Balance the scales, Hasbro. Finish the 96 back TVC and may the force be with you. that made it into the tournament at all into that top 64 at all should real, be valuable data that can we redo that after the food i was gonna say finish your bite <laughs> and then say it <laughs> i don't need to take a sip my apologies no no okay. no you're good i just wanted to get a clean one of that because it's good that's what we we're going to talk about did i did i say anything wrong no you're fine no, no, no. just it okay. was full of full of cinnamon roll or whatever <laughs> sorry <laughs> Croissant. I apologize. Okay. Perfect. Croissantin. All right. Croissantin. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. All right. All right.